Be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. You can definitely find us online because we are Adventures from the Shed online. We're going to be continuing our Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition campaign brought to us by the Dungeon Master Jason. Jason, go ahead and kick us off. Hello, welcome back. We are Picking things back up where we left off, and yes, I am the Dungeon Master, taking our adventurers through the massive city of Eridin. Um, so, let's kick things off by uh, introducing each other, like we always do. Hey, this is Chris. I'm playing Ophidian, the Yuan-Ti rogue. Oh yeah, I forgot you were Yuan-Ti. Uh, I'm Eli, I'm playing Ray's uh, tiefling bard, who's currently disguised as a human? Monk. And I am playing Joe. Now I am Joe, and I am playing Rolex, the Warforged Artificer, with Wilfred, his metal cat. That's the size of a uh, greyhound. Yeah, approximately. <laughs> it's about a three foot tall house cat made of metal. <laughs> Speaking of house cats, uh, hi, my name is Randy, and I play Les, the Tabaxi fighter, uh, who is very confused right now. <laughs> yes, good we, are, <laughs> we are we are very confused here and uh let's see here who wants to do eli would you do the recap for us here i would thank you so much for volunteering me yes. um so in our last session we had uh, just gotten off of the train well most of the party had just gotten off the train which was stopped by nefarious bandits in an attempted kidnapping uh, hilarity ensues the cat rolls a natural 20 again uh, I disguised myself as a city guard, and when I went to confront these kidnappers, they revealed to us that the city guard had been paid to ignore this incident. Uh, we fought the bandits, the obsidian guard, and the actual uh, city police officers were starting to come onto the scene. We quickly escaped, defeated the last of the bandits, and the woman, in abject terror, t asked us, what have you done? And tried to run away. As of right now, she is running away, and we're all just kind of staring at her, dumbfounded. <laughs> Absolutely, can't cast sleep on her. And there is a uh, a <laughs> a a downed uh, probably the leader you would expect of these uh, bandits who has just been knocked unconscious by Ophidian. So that's where we're going to pick up. Oh, yeah, Unless... the monk that I'm disguised as. Yes, the same one. <laughs> uh, any questions before we get started? What's the mass um, of the Earth? Mass of the Earth? Oh, my goodness. I can't tell you that off the top of my head. I used to know it, actually, but I don't know anymore. Not a very good question. Sorry. No, so no, it's all right. This woman uh, resisted the sleep spell from earlier? Yes, she did. Oof. Oh, okay. So probably more than just a commoner. You'd probably, you'd probably be safe in saying so, yes. You'd probably be safe in your in your estimation. Yeah, now that we have a better look at her, who is she? Like, do I recognize her face? Uh, make, make a history check. Can I as well? Sure, go ahead. All right. Uh, skills, history. Do I get any advantage because some of my uh, aliases deal with high society people? Uh, I would say no, not yet. All right, I'm just shooting for whatever I can get. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ooh. Oh, <laughs> with the natural 20. Natural 20, you knew it. So this is this is Shyla Steelden. She is the daughter of Yuri Steelden, the person who designed the tramways and tram systems for the Wintermere family. Uh, she is his daughter. She is actually a brilliant artificer herself, um, and she is uh, um, a technological genius for the most part. What's her father's name again? Yuri Steelden. Oh, Steelden. Yes. Yes. Um, okay, so yeah, you would know who this person is then. I imagine I do not have all this information. With a tw- You got a 16. Yeah, with 16, you would know who she is. Yeah, you might not know about the, the fact that she's a brilliant artificer and she is, you know, well-versed in that kind of stuff here, but you would know who she is. Okay. Why would... Whatever. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, just, just, just why? Yeah. So, so as 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 you see Rolex and and Wilfred running up here, you hear behind you, clink clink. You hear um, more uh, Obsidian Guard Warforge pouring into the into the city center, and you hear them, and you see like a lot of the people who are who are out there in the streets, like pointing down the alleyway. They went that way. They went that way, and the guards yeah, we, are trying to turn that way. There. Yeah, we need to get off the street right yeah. now. Um, the woman seeing the guards coming down off the distance here, she sees the person who was dragging her around dead on the ground. She looks over at him. She looks at you. She pulls out from her her, her, her jacket a small metallic uh, object. She tink, flinks it in the air, and I need everybody to make me a intelligent saving throw, please. Oh, no. Oh, my. Um, Jason, Jason, do you want saves from the Steel Defender regularly, or are we just going to do that when it's The Steel Defender wouldn't be affected by this here, what she's doing. Just curious, okay. Yeah. How's uh, 19 sound? 19 sounds good. 16. Okay, so Les and Rolex, as this thing flies off the nail, Rolex, you kind of look at it and you, you go, oh, that looks like a you know, an artificer type of object here. And then you immediately cover your eyes as you know what's about to happen. <laughs> a massive beam of bright white energy riffles through the air. And you see like the people around the area in about a 20 foot radius, like cover their eyes, like, oh my, I'm blind. And they starting to like fall, some of them fall to the ground and like smash into like some of the carts and tables on there. Um, uh, Shikate and um, uh, let's see here, uh, raise you both fail, so both you are both right now blinded at the moment. Um, as this happens, uh, she then uses this, uh, to run away as far as she can, uh, and starts to try to like blend in with some of the people and things. Less and 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 Rolex, since you, you're not affected by this, you guys do have an action if you wanted to try to do something, um, since you do see this happening. Um, this is gonna pursue, so Les is gonna continue after, okay. I don't know if is it what can I do to help my companions who have just gotten blinded, if anything. Well, as they get blinded here and you know, you and Wilfred, you know, are, are okay, you look over and you can see coming down probably about eighty or ninety feet away, there are heavy mechanical footsteps in Warforge. There's three obsidian guards rushing your way and they're clink, 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 running this way, and you hear them going, Halt, halt, citizens, halt, and Clink, clink. Uh, you see Shukate kind of like, oh, he's, he's opens his eyes and his eyes are like bloodshot and just, uh, you know, uh, Shukate and Ray's, you just see like this, this haze of white over your eyes as you're trying to get yourselves oriented. Uh, then I would, uh, with Wilfred's help, uh, grab them and, and drag slash pull them in the right direction to, uh, I guess, follow less. Okay. All right. So, uh, Les, you start to follow this person here. Uh, she is 
booking ahead of you and she seems to be pretty dang quick for somebody who is was being kidnapped um what do you want to do less as rolex uh, make me a just make me just a general strength check to see if you can pull both of them with wilford's help uh out of the way and uh, get them to to follow you follow you down all right um check strength and let's see what we got how average 10 okay so with a 10 Shukate and Raze, you have the ability to resist as you feel these mechanical hands grab on so you can hear Rolex come with me if you want to live uh, and starts <laughs> like trying to pull you guys uh, with him. What do you guys want to do? I tell him to have his dog pull the uh, Dresden Hook guy. Uh, my cat? Wilfred? Oh, is that what it is? It's, I don't yeah, know. It's you cat, yeah. do not have a dog. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I will Whatever tell. it is. I, was, I missed the part when it arrived. I will tell my cat dog to pull yes cat dog wilfred okay make make me a strength check for your dog to see if you can pull wilfred be expeditious um i don't think i have the right number in here but it'll be an average roll let's see it's a it's a plus two so 15. Okay. All right. With the plus two, he grabs onto uh, the shirt collar and he starts dragging him. Again, because he's dragging him, speed is reduced, but uh, he's able to start moving him um, uh, down there. Um, as you guys start to move forward here, we'll have you guys all move with Les. Uh, she turns an alleyway and she starts to make her way down, Les. You're the closest one to her. Uh, make me a perception check as you turn the alleyway to, to see her. Okay, I have uh, what is known as uh, Cat's Talent, which gives me, a, uh, what did it say? Uh, not advantage, is it? It's uh, proficiency with uh, perception and stealth skills. Yep. So, so you add your proficiency bonus to your roll. Absolutely. Go ahead. What was that to my roll? I didn't hear. Well, it should, it should automatically do it here because it should be at, it should add proficiencies to because uh, it's a proficiency it's a proficiency uh, bonus. It's not a. Okay. Gotcha. With a two, uh, less. That was a terrible, <laughs> terrible roll sound. <laughs> less with a two, you turn the corner here and you see nothing she there's there's boxes down the alleyway there are it's very cramped in there and it, it goes up quite high again you're, you're in the middle of these like massively tall buildings i know it doesn't seem like it may be on the map here but they go up 10 15 stories high and you can see there are are windows and 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 terraces that are kind of like sticking out and jutting out in kind of this weird fashion and some of the buildings are connected there's like little makeshift like planks and and and, and gangways that are up there and looking down the the the, the alleyway here you don't see her guys i i know she went down this way but i have no idea where she went let's stuck in here let's try to hide okay let's into the nearest building all right so with that um the the obsidian guard is running at you full speed here and joe you're pulling uh rays and shukate with you and your dog is pull uh, your cat i'm sorry i'm gonna call it, call it a dog here your cat <laughs> we can just is, say wilfred yeah wilfred is pulling them there and you have the people in the surrounding area are like kind of pointing it was them they were the ones who were doing it here you guys are moving slower right now so it's up to you if you guys want to continue on this path and try to jump i just want to get building. off i want to get off into a building that's all i want to do i don't want to <laughs> get beyond the street um also can we uh how long does this effect last for me glenn uh well we're gonna go to that in just a second here but uh, uh but since joe is in charge of rolex is kind of trying to get you guys out of there what do you want to do joe um i was uh specifically going to be following where Les went Okay. So to that alleyway. Rose okay. is gonna like <laughs> reach around for whoever's pulling him. I think it's best if we split 
for the moment. Safety is easier to achieve alone. Agreed. Oh, oh, my eyes. Isn't there safety in numbers? In the fight, yes. But it will be easier to escape alone. So we are not fighting? All right, I'll continue. Exactly. (laughs) Not against the guard. All right, so what do you guys want to do? So uh, make me, the Shikati and Raze, make me another, um, make me another uh, uh, intelligence save real quick, please. Oof, not looking forward to this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's a, a one and a five. Oh, my gosh, fellers. Is it a magical effect? Is that like an advantage? <laughs> it's not. No, it's an artificer effect, so it's not that. So, but as this happens, you see... <laughs> Clink, clink, these massive obsidian uh, uh, creatures uh, popping, clink, clink, and you hear again the people who are around there like pointing towards you guys. Um, uh, there are buildings right next to you. You guys can jump into there and you guys can try to get yourselves away from there. But again, it's up to you guys as far as what you want to do. They are now in sight. They're now up into this alley. Yeah, I want to be. That's what I wanted to do in the first place. Be in a building. Well, you're 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 blinded though, so you're kind of like get me in a building, get me in a building. So yeah. uh, uh, it's up to Rolex and Les as far as where you guys want to go, since you guys are still technically blinded for this round. I should I leave you here to split? Get me into a building. So not splitting. Get into a building now. Yes, building. Uh, okay. Les will grab. Uh, uh, Shokati Istini as he's going by now. <laughs> um, and uh, Rolex will call for Wilfred to help him with um, Ophidian and Rays and leave the other thing. Okay. Um, okay. So drop, drop, help with this one. Okay. You see Wilfred like. <laughs> I just like, want to <laughs> quick, be as quick as possible getting them into a building. Okay, so I need then I need uh, Rolex and Rays to make me um, stealth. Uh, Rolex, I'm sorry, Rolex and Les to make me stealth checks to get into a building without uh, anyone kind of seeing what's going on and try mm. to lose their way inside. I have Let a bonus on that too, but if I roll two again, let's Let see. us see. Good gosh, yeah, I got a plus four, uh, but that gives as... me a, a whole ten. Okay, we'll, we'll oh, take less. We'll take the seventeen. So as uh, Wilfred and starts like raise, you feel like uh, you know a nose on your butt, like pushing you forward uh, into a building here. Um, and then again, Les um, runs over and grabs you, uh, Ophidian, and he just dives into one of the buildings uh, that's going on there. Um, uh, there are t- there's there's two people here who are like looking at you guys, waiting. Uh, watching you as you're going into the building. They're, they're not sure what to do. They see the guards coming towards you. Less and Rolex, is there anything that you want to say to them uh, as they are like looking to maybe point your way and say they're over here? Split for safety. <laughs> uh, say to the people as yeah. they're passing? Yeah, that's yeah. what I say to them because I was oh, just come told, on. I was just told splitting for safety was a good thing. Uh-oh. I think, I think Randy's computer died again. Yep. We, Randy no froze and then Randy place. froze in Zoom. Okay. Actually, maybe uh, he just Les just wanted to say, "Oh, come on!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rolex, make me a. There, it uh, goes. Oh, there, there we is. go. There we go. All right. What well, say to the people? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. There's people who are looking at you guys and who are going to be saying they went this way here, unless there's anything you want to say to them to make them stop doing that. Look, we're actually trying to defend the people. Don't point her. <laughs> don't don't give us away. 
All right, then the two of you make me, either one of you can make the check with advantage or uh, both of you can roll and we'll take the highest one for a persuasion check. I'm not all that persuasive. Are you very persuasive there, Les? Not exactly, no. But I, uh, I can intimidate. Can, Don't. Can, I, can I assist <laughs> if you? Want, if, you want, if you want to try to intimidate him, you can, yeah. I'm very persuasive. Is that what you want to try, Les? You want to try to intimidate him? Point at me like that, I'll break your finger. And then, Ray's, how, how would you want to try to help him? What would you do? Mm, yeah, I, I, clicked the, I clicked the persuasion thing accidentally. We were still in I the would, middle of stuff, so ignore I, that. Sorry. I would want to help by dropping disguise self to go back to normal and plead with them. We've been set up. Okay. Okay. All right. Then, uh, uh, Raze, you can make the persuasion check or, or the intimidation check. Uh, less, or you can make, make it here with advantage. Uh, it's up to you guys. Who wants to do it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Unless Shukati has an idea as well. Shukati, you're there. You can help them if you want. How would you want to do it? Uh, well, I guess I was. <laughs> I guess technically mine would have been more. Uh, yeah. You're also the only one here who's actually dressed as a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, you are dressed as a bad guy, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I totally understand that. I was going to use that to my <laughs> advantage. Um, my plan was to tell them the Dresden hooks have people everywhere, like kind of like threaten them. Yeah. Okay. It's more, it's more intimidation mm. than I guess uh, persuasion. I don't want to do that. Okay. So then, all right. So I need a decision then. What do you got? Who wants to make this roll here? All the all the points are valid. I like them all. I think they could all work here, depending on what you guys roll. I think whatever happens, as long as it's successful, I'm going to say it's because I told them to split for safety. Yep, I agree. Fully <laughs> yeah, agree. I'd say raise. Just do what you're going to do, man. Okay. Okay, raise. And yeah, I'm dropping disguise self, and I'm pleading with them. We've been set up. We we need asylum. Okay, go ahead and make persuasion. A, make a persuasion roll with advantage then, because you, you're being helped by everybody. And uh, I have Wilfred nodding his head, so that's yeah. Hell yeah. He's agreeing with you. 20 total. 20 total. Okay, with that, you see the two people as you drop this and your 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 eyes are still like like red and like and you still can't see things, but you hear less and Rolex saying these things, and you hear the heavy footsteps coming behind you, and you you just kind of plead with them and they look at you, and one woman she kind of goes. This way, this way here. And Les and Rolex, you're able to, again, go inside and she's able to shut the door in front of you here. And you hear her outside talking and some of the guards walk past. Uh, they went down that alley over there. I think that's where I saw them run. And you hear clink, 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 clink. A few minutes goes by and you guys finally take a, a, a deep breath. Um, what would you guys like to do? Uh, just for the record, I did not take a breath. Oh yeah, that's right. You didn't. <laughs> you might still. You might try to do it because you see them doing it. I, th I think you might try to do it. You're like, hmm. I would definitely want to have a construct that does that. Yeah. Les would like to apologize to the lady because he's typically polite at, at all times, but uh, at this point in time, he was just trying to help his friends. Yeah. She 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 like creeps open the door. She goes, it, it's it's all right. It's all right. Um, just, just stay inside for a little while longer. And she closes the door again. All right. Um. Ray's is going to try to gather his bearings. Where the hell am I? Yeah, you guys, if it, it, takes, it, takes, it takes probably about another minute or two, but the haze leaves your eyes, and you guys are now able to see again. All right, I want to stow the Dresden Hooks gear back into my backpack. Yep. The bag and uh, get back to the Shikati, you know, look. Yep. <clears throat> um, uh, this is why you do not stare directly into the sun, my friends. Yeah. Well, maybe if the sun wasn't on the street, 
things would have gone differently. Indeed. Uh, let's wait until the woman. Does anyone have a safe house around through. here? Raise. This isn't really my part of town. Uh, have we actually made it I, into District 12 yet? You are, yeah, you're on the edge of District 12 now. You guys could skirt the buildings and make your way through there towards the Stew and Pearl, which is your uh, closest, like, kind of safe house uh, place that you can go to if you would like. Well, we do. The Stewart Pearl is relatively nearby. Yeah, it would still take you a good chunk of travel, but we can we can get there if you guys wanted to go straight there. It will take most of the day. We should probably get out of here. Well, that's fine. We can chat about what we think uh, about uh, this is uh, Shyla stealing. The guy that was left unconscious outside. Uh... Yeah, did he get picked up? Yeah, you hear you hear footsteps out. You hear murmuring of the crowd because again the city is packed. You hear like and again looking out like through some of the cracks as you guys have been kind of peeking out from there. All you can see is like bodies around you, like backs and shoulders, and people like kind of looking over things and trying to see what's going on and whispering. And then you can hear um, what sounds to be like carriages coming in and people <clears throat> putting bodies inside of a actual um, cart. Um, you know, you can hear some of the murmuring. Yeah, you can hear some of the murmuring. You can hear some of the murmuring. Like, what the, that were four, four bandits were killed? I know they weren't bandits. They were they were part of the Dresden. They were Dresden Dresden fishery people. What? Why would they be out here doing this? Did they attack the train? What? You hear all these things going back and forth um, over the next you know several you know 30, 40 minutes here as you know the scene is cleaned up and things are being done. Well, uh, actually, like after a couple minutes after we hear the the obsidian guard footsteps go away. Is the knocked out guy still on the street? I'd like to get him if I can. No, no. Again, the, there's an immediate crowd of people okay. around the street, and one of the Obsidian Guard <laughs> Warforged was there, like keeping people away because it's a crime scene. So they yeah. are, they are there. It's not like they they stop and they walked away. There are other uh, Warforged that went out and were looking for you guys, but luckily enough, you know, with Ray's um, successful persuasion, uh, they they provided you shelter and you know hid you away. Okay. Hmm. You guys can always try to go out there while the Warforged out there if you want to try to disguise yourself. There's always things you can do, but it's up to you guys. Oh, I can go out there as myself as like the journalist Shikati Astini and just, you know, get my story. As can I. I look nothing like anybody that was at the scene of the crime. Yeah, same. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I can go. I do have a disguise kit. I can use that to uh, <laughs> put some makeup on the cat. I can wait here for safety. Actually, uh, one second. He uh, just goes towards the uh, the uh, fireplace and just throws a bunch of soot all over his fur and makes it all black and gray. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so are you guys heading out, outside as, as they're cleaning up the, the crime scene and stuff? Yeah, I'm just going to show up as like, uh, I'm, yeah, I work for the Aridin Gazette, you know, which okay. is known, not a uh, deal. So, so as you walk out, yeah, as you walk out, it is, again, it, it, you have to kind of like push people out of the way because there's about like seven rows of people deep surrounding this like crime scene area. And as you make your way up here, you can see now there are several of the obsidian guards that are standing there, these massive nine foot tall warforged machines with heavy looks to be black armor. Uh, they have their weapons out and they have their hands out and they are you know holding people back. And there's a couple of individuals who are humanoid who are standing over the, the dead body in the street uh, and the unconscious one, because again, you knock the person out. Um, the unconscious body is again being loaded up into a wagon. And as you walk up, you see there's an individual uh, 
with a warforged, he like puts his hand up on your chest, Shukatin, as you're trying to get closer and goes, Citizen, please stay back. This is a live crime scene. I'm with Aaron and Gazette. I need to get the story for the paper. I have a uh, press passes. He, 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 he doesn't move. His hand just stays right there with you. He again repeats, Citizen, stay back. This is a active crime scene for your safety. Uh, what information can you give me then on this person, these criminals? He again repeats the same thing. He goes, Citizen, please stay back. This is an active crime scene for your safety. All right, I will keep uh, annoying him so everybody else could do something. I will keep uh, him <laughs> occupied. Uh, there, there, and again, there are there are humanoid like officers and guards wandering around in the middle of the thing here, so you can try to reach out to them. But the, the, the Warforge, you can right. see, they're not like Rolex, who has like a consciousness and is able to process. Right, yeah, I, I got you. All right, they are I'll, more like yeah, machine, machine kind of things. Okay, I will try to in, interact with someone else. Okay, raise. Raise and less, and uh, well, like you said, you're staying inside, right? Um, I mean, I, I guess I would step out when they do, but I'm not going into. I'm not. I'm not going to okay. put myself into any situation. Just going to stand okay. back as an observer. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Less as you walk out. Um. Uh. You. You kind of like. Are you trying to go up into the crowd as well, Less, or are you going to hang back with Rolex? Uh, he was going to hang back and probably go one at a time. Uh, just uh, so that it doesn't look as suspicious like a group of four. Okay. All right. Raze, what do you want to do then? Um, I want to listen around, see if I can hear the woman who granted a sanctuary. Okay, yeah, yeah. Easy enough. When you guys came out, she was right next to the door because she was kind of standing by the door making sure no one came in. So she's right there for you. Uh, she's um, got – she's an older woman. She's got, uh, you know, partly graying hair. She's wearing, you know, uh, you know, typical kind of, um, you know, district uh, 15, 12 robes and stuff like that. Um, you know, not – a little bit grungy, but she does her best to keep them clean. And uh, she's standing there as you guys come out. Uh, what would you like to say to her? Madam, were you the one that – granted us asylum she looks at you she goes yes yes i uh um i was you have my deepest thanks please accept this token i will hand her i need to check my actual inventory so i don't accidentally give her coin that i don't have chucky e. cheese token mm, dang okay wait only how do i only have 15 that can't be right you should have 150 gold minimum right now because you didn't go on the train. Yeah, all the money exactly. you saved going on the train. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess a zero did not get uh, put in. I will hand her uh, a single gold piece. She looks at. She goes. She goes. Oh, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Um, uh, I would I would advise you guys to stick to maybe some of the back alleys around uh, the meat and mash over there. Um, it's probably the safest way out of here. There's quite a bit of guard running around. Thank you for the advice. Yes, she goes. She also looks at you and she goes. And um, the winter, the winter's guard here. They are very, very, very active. I've never seen a response like this to any kind of bandit activity or gang activity here. Something significant went down today. Um, so, so if you were really set up, I would watch your backs very carefully. I will make sure of it, and it may come of no surprise but perhaps the response is linked to someone getting paid off i'll like i'll i'll give her a uh, a, a knowing look and mm -hmm. like gesture with my head towards the guards she goes 
She goes, well, that's not new. That's not news in this type of town. Of course not. Well, keep yourself safe. Um, Shikate, uh, uh, as you've been annoying the Warforge for, for a while, you see finally one of the, uh, the, 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 the Winters, the Winters uh, guard get up. He's, they're wearing um, light blue style looking armor. They have uh, white kind of capes uh, uh, going down their backs and they are carrying what looks to be an assortment of weaponry across them. Things look like crowd control, like batons, rods, and they also have swords and heavier weapons with them. Uh, one of them walks over to you and he sees that you're kind of like, you know, giving the Warforge, you know, hey, 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 hey. And he walks over, he goes, all right, what is it? What do you want here? Shikata Yasini, uh, Erdogan Gazette. I'm just trying to get the story on the, uh, I've heard of the Dresden Hooks, trying to do something crazy. He goes, he looks at you and he goes, yes, uh, they appear to be potential uh, ties to the Dresden ports here. We are not ready to make any official statements that they are pertaining to that particular group, but um, that appears to be what it is. It looks like they were potentially the ones in charge of the train derailment, and uh, there are several dead. We do have one person who is in custody who is uh, seeking, seeking, getting medical treatment, and as soon as he is awake, we will um, uh, be questioning him on uh, the purposes of this particular attack. And what can you tell me about the kidnapping? He looks at you and he goes, uh, we were not aware of a kidnapping. All we had from uh, the statements of people around here was there was a loud explosion followed by a brawl between several individuals and the Dresden Hooks. Uh, if there's a kidnapping or something that you know, then you should report this to us immediately. Well, it's just what I had heard. I'm trying to get my facts straight now for the paper. Oh. He looks at you and he goes, Yes, no, we have not heard of anything as far as a kidnapping, a potential kidnapping. This seems to be a isolated terrorist attack on the Wintermere family and, of course, the city of Eredin itself. Uh, so what was the purpose? Just blow up a tramway? You know, just cause problems? He looks like, I cannot discern at this time as far as their motivations, but uh, if it is a terrorist attack and they are attacking the Wintermere family, then yes, this would be a prudent uh, attack on them. <clears throat> Great, now we're labeled as domestic terrorists. We're not. The Tristan Hooks are. Hmm. Anyways. And you know that, but these cops are pretty stupid. All right. Miss, <laughs> Miss Istini, uh, if you have anything else here, uh, I'm sure the Eridan Gazette, we will be releasing a full statement to them uh, shortly after we have concluded our investigations. Of course. I got nothing yeah. left for these guys. Okay. You do see them picking up bodies. You do see them, again, cleaning up the area uh, and starting to disperse people. You guys are free to do what you want at this point. What would you guys like to do? Um, well, I guess we can make our way to the uh, Stew and Pearl, but uh, what does everybody think? I, I have a feeling because Shyla was kind of a little irritated that we were trying to rescue her. Like she was in on the kidnapping, um, probably for some ransom or something with her family. Maybe she's, I don't know. What, what are the ideas everybody has? Hmm. Her name was Shyla. What was that? Shyla Steelden. Shyla Steelden is her name. If I were a betting man, I'd say that she was wanting to escape, not be kidnapped. Perhaps her family's uh, rules and regulations have just become too much for her. Well, maybe she's a rich girl, doesn't like a rich daddy, you know, wants to stick it to him, kind of, that kind of thing. 
you know, maybe she's part of one of these factions. Who knows? There's definitely a lot more going on. We should uh, maybe get a maybe we should get a meeting with her. Let's see if we could try to uh, make her, you know. Where do you think she would have gone? Make a bad decision. What's that? Where, where do you think she would have gone? Uh, I don't. I have no idea. So as you guys are starting to have this conversation, you're starting to make your way down, and you do notice there is an increased amount of uh, Obsidian Guard and Winter's Guards who are there, and they're seeming to go into each one of these mega kind of um, city blocks. They're walking into each building, and they, it looks like they're searching for something around the area. Um, they are going through, and uh, they are like kind of going through every single alleyway. You see some of them coming up there. They have what appears to be um, light cantrips on some of their... Um, on some of their um, equipment and they're kind of like shining through and looking through different like uh, alleyways and things like that. They're looking at some of the people who are like, you know, living on the streets and like, you know, pulling up some of the blankets at them and in some of the tents that they're in here. And there's a heavier presence of, uh, of guard activity and they're searching for something or someone as you guys are making your way towards the stew and pearl. Is there anything that you guys want to do on the way or what shall we speed our way to there? Is there a way I can get a message to, um, and that diva how would you like to do that uh, i'm just yeah is there a way i can do that is there some type of uh there are messenger services yeah i should know if there was you know you have a specific way you want to do it so um in in the, in the district here you are moving through there are several little stations that are like delivery stations and stuff like that um you see there's um the pixies post and you see some other ones out there and they can send messages around the city not as fast as like you know instant delivery but it will take several 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 hours to get there depending on where you're going hmm. but it's the fastest way to send a message across the city right now that you know. how secure is this message um it depends on how much you pay <laughs> okay what's the cost for the most secure messaging service so as you get as you make your way in there you kind of like say hey guys i need to stop in there you open the doorway into um uh one of the uh, sides of the buildings here it's kind of like built off to the side of it here and there's a lot of these little hubs that are throughout different districts so they can connect to different things and there's a a, a, a elderly woman who's in there she has like uh, you know tiny spectacles on and you walk up to her and, and you you know say how much is it for your your safest delivery she goes oh well safest delivery here uh what kind of a message is it is it something that is written is it a verbal message is it uh something that needs to go in terms of canisters what what was what is it going to be here i need it to be the most secure i don't care if it's voice or written oh okay well the most secure then she um she uh uh reaches down below uh her desk and she pulls out some like notes and she's looking and she goes Yes, yes, there we are. Okay, all right. The most secure, we would have the message sent via uh, the yes, yes, via this this creature here. She snaps her fingers, and a small little um, almost looks like to be a raven, but it's it has like the head of a um, uh, not like a dragon, but like a lizard. It's like a reptile style style head, and it comes down to large wings. And she goes, "This creature here." will only deliver a message to the person that it is destined to. This creature, you tell the message to, and they repeat it back in your own words. So only the one person and never more? Yes. It will fly over huh. to there, and we will provide um, safe well, passage really for the, the and, and, and receipt of delivery here. It would be uh, 37 gold pieces for that. 
All right. I will pay the 37 gold. Okay. But never more. What do you, as, as you say this here, she, she uh, takes out a small, like, almost to be like small wand. It looks very brittle and old. And she just kind of taps the creature on the head and the creature, like it's, it's head like elongates and it brings its ear like up to your, to your uh, head. And she goes, um, all right, I'm not listening. And she scoots away from the actual um, desk and she goes into the other room. Don't worry, I'm not listening. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I, I don't know much about Annette Diva. Is there another uh, more uncommon language that she might speak that I could use? Or... Yeah, I mean, uh, what language do you speak? I speak Abyssal, Common, Draconic, and Thieves' Camp. I would say she, I would say, uh, she probably she knows Thieves' Camp because she deals with a lot of underhanded right. stuff. So yeah, Thieves' right, Camp, so she definitely knows. So I will use that jargon and whatnot, and codes and whatever. Uh, basically just to say... Tristan Hooks, terrorist attack on the tram, kidnapping of, uh, attempted kidnapping of Shyla Steelden. Possible Shyla Steelden is in on the kidnapping. Okay. All right. So with that, the creature gives you a little bit of a nod and then it flutters its wings. And then as soon as this happens, the woman comes out. Are you done? Yep. All right. She walks over and she goes, all right. She takes your coin and she goes, all right, off you go. And she... She opens up uh, one of the uh, roof slats, and the creature <laughs> flies out, and uh, the message will be delivered. Awesome. She she hands you a little uh, little um, looks to be a little coin here. It's like it's made out of like some sort of like a thin material. And she goes, "Once your message is received, this will start to blow for you. Uh, this is your way of knowing that your person that you delivered the message to has indeed received your message." All right. Sounds good. All right. Um, okay, with that, you guys are heading over to the Stew and Pearl. I would like to make note of something, because you said the uh, the guards were searching just anywhere for something or someone, right? Yes. What is the smallest container that they seem to be looking into? Uh, like crate size, like barrels. So they're not like looking in like tiny little boxes. They're like opening up things that a person could potentially fit in. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, it takes you guys a while to get there on foot, especially because you guys are being a little bit cautious of some of the, the guards that are running around and some of them have like streets blocked off and things. But eventually you make your way deep into District 12. Night falls. And again, it's sometimes it's hard to tell if it's day or night in, in parts of the city because so much of the sky is blocked out by these massive buildings. And there are so many people running around. Like, again, some streets that you go down, it is legitimately like, you know, shoulder to shoulder. And you guys have to kind of like go sideways to get through different areas here. There are street vendors and merchants that are, you know, touting their wares and things. And uh, you have to kind of keep yourselves apprised of your pockets and your coin because there are plenty of street urchins that are out there preying on people. But again, with your guys' passive perceptions and your abilities to uh, make your way through, you don't have any issues with that. Um, as you make your way down closer, though, um, you all notice coming out of District 12, there is a bright green barrier that is now reflective around probably two or three of these city blocks. This is the quarantine area. And uh, again, there are several warfors that are standing outside of it. And there seems to be very minimal activity out there. You can't really see into it. It's like a translucent green barrier. And there are arcane symbols etched all throughout the ground in the cobblestone streets that are illuminating and radiating this energy up around this particular part of the city. Rays, as you make your way uh, past that stuff, you see that there is a massive building. Um, it's probably about two stories taller than any other buildings around it here. And 
this would be the area that you know of. Um, uh, uh, you make your way inside the building and you head up about 13 stories. And as you make your way up, you're going around each one of these. It, it, it's like a spiral staircase that goes around each entire, every single thing. And you're going up there. As you go up there, you see there's housing, uh, people who are living on top of each other. You see that there are some uh uh, some houses that are converted into like shops and things uh, inside some of the center um, atrium places that are inside the center of this place here. They're like common areas where people can go to the bathroom. They have like set up like group showers and, and toiletries and things like that. And you make your way all the way up to the 13th level where you make your way past about seven build seven doors. And there is um, a stew and pearl. There is a large heavy door and uh, there is just an S and a slight, that is like etched on the upper part of it here as they try to keep it to those who know what it is and there is a slider um viewport on there that is currently closed what would you like to do raise mm. <clears throat> any of you need to make any stops raise i have been watching your back carefully since we left that lady like she said i feel it is distracting how is this safe Wandering eyes can gather unwanted attention. Stay focused, Rolex. On your back? Does it matter that I'm dressed as Shikari Isni from the Erdin Gazette? Should I change them to something a little more comfortable for the rest of these people? You haven't, I mean, that'd be your call. You haven't been to this building yet. So, and again, you're no, not familiar. I'm, I'm asking Ray's. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, I thought you were asking me. My apologies. My there's apologies. a journalist going to show up to your place. Is that cool? Or, yeah, go, yeah, go, go, yeah my, my apologies. I thought you were asking me. I'm like, oh, you've yeah. never really been here before. That's a good question. Go, Ray's. <laughs> Has Shukati been here before? Uh, apparently not, from what he no. said. No. Well, if you haven't been here before and stay quiet of your occupation, you should be fine. Well, my rep might get around, you know. I will leave it up to you. All right. Let's see how it goes. Okay. All right, Ray's. Uh, as you walk up to the door, you <laughs> you knock on it. <laughs> you see nothing but like chest of something, and then a head comes down and looks at you, and it and he says, you know, how many times does the sun set? Five. And I will turn to my companions. Mm -hmm. We answer three. Oh, I answer three. <coughs> three. He looks three. at you. And three. He looks at all of you and he goes, he gives a little bit of a nod and he stands up and again, all you see is chest and, and you hear clink, 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 clink. Like you hear like what sounds like a, a very large amount of locks and then. And as you enter inside, you see that there is. Um, uh, a large room before you, and it's 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 pretty crowded inside of there. There's several round tables that are set up, and there are quite a few people who are who are sitting there. A lot of them hooded and cloaked and things. And there is a bar area with uh, looks to be a kitchen and and things in there. As you make your way inside, um, uh, Ray's, what are you looking for when you go in? What was it that we were coming here to look for? The timeless Fang. Timeless Fang. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, everyone, yeah, everyone should make me a perception check then so you yeah. can see what's what's on there. Everyone should make me a perception check. Perception. Mm -hmm. I can do perception. Where my skills at, you? 
in particular, I will be looking for faces that I know, uh, people that I've had friendly encounters with before. Mm -hmm. And I think also anybody who can make change. <laughs> okay, so Ophidian, as you're looking around here, you notice um, there are a few individuals that you are familiar with. Um, people that you haven't really had in, uh, interactions with as Shukate, but you have had interactions with them in the past. Um, they are seemingly just kind of there hanging out at the moment. They're not really there um, what you would say like you know up around and doing a bunch of different things um but they are in there and one of them is is pretty interesting to you 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 find that there is um uh um what's your name here I, I lost it in my notes real quick here i'm sorry uh where is my page at come on computer there we go thank you computer, computer. um all right you find uh there is um uh, Silmer Lufina is there, and she is actually one of the, um, uh, what's the right word, paralegals, I guess, because again, you've been trying to get into the legal realm with um, the Pashar family. She is sitting there, and she's over at a table off in the back, and she has been talking to an individual um, who looks to be, you know, a hooded figure, uh, well-armed, well-armored, and is sitting there, like, int intently listening. You can't hear because she's across the room, but you do recognize her. She is, again, uh, under Vivian Delacorte, who is the the main legal consort to uh, Jean-Dal Pichar. So you f see her in there. She's a little bit above your level as far as where she's at in the council with, with Jean-Dal, but uh, you definitely recognize her and you kind of like, you know, keep yourself a little bit hidden so that she doesn't maybe call you out right now, but you do notice her before she notices you. Right, but she doesn't know Shikari Estini. She doesn't know that person, but again, Wanti can't change their face, right? No, I have disguise kit, so I always change my look all the time. Okay, all right, all right. Well, again, I just yeah, want to yeah. make sure you're aware yeah, of that. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, all right. And then, um, Rays, you see your friend uh, Cormat sitting over towards the back of the bar, looking very, very nervous and very, um, you know, uh, concerned about things. I'm go I'm going straight to him. This is my friend. This is, this is my buddy. This okay. is my drinking buddy. Okay. And then Rolex and Les, you don't really notice anything. You notice the bar. And Les is like, <laughs> I could use a drink right about now. And <laughs> Rolex notices my back. <laughs> Les notices his nose and is now focusing on that. I can see it. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our, I never noticed that before. Rolex, where are you going to go? Are you going to go with uh, Ray's? As, again, as you guys came in here, Shukata, you see... You know this person that you recognize, but Ray's immediately just spots somebody he knows and just moves forward. Yeah, yeah. Ro Rolex. What was the name? It was was it Lucina? Is that the last name? Uh, yeah, Lucina. Yes. Rolex will be staying near enough to Ray's that he can watch his back carefully. Okay. All right. So yeah. So Ray's, you have uh, this warforged come towards you, and you see uh, Corvat. He's he's like kind of like nervously like sitting in his seat, like you know, he's rubbing his hands together, and he's just going. God. As he sees you walk and he goes, Race, is that you? Or Matt, I didn't expect to see you here. He, he gets up and he, he walks up and he gives you a handshake and stuff and he kind of goes here. Well, I mean, I don't usually come to these kind of places here, but um, I, I, I fear that the, the Dresden Harbor is in danger and all of our jobs and livelihood are in trouble here. So I, I came here looking for you, actually, and trying to find out if there's anything you can do to help me, friend. I was actually just coming to find you. 
we had a uh, altercation with some of the hooks in town. It was you. Well, technically, it wasn't me. He looks and he kind of puts his head down in his hand. He goes, oh, my God. I was raised. Do you realize what you have done? I have no idea. From my perspective, a chain blows up and a young little missy is being taken away. And my friends are getting shot at. He he looks like he's about to have like a heart attack. He kind of sits back in his chair a little bit and goes, my God, this is, this is. This is worse than I could have imagined. You mean that a member of a member of the fifth form, they were the ones that interfered with with the operation? And I'm going to lean closer towards Cormat. Yeah. So to make it clear that this is not something to be spoken aloud. Yes. <clears throat> and he he whispered as best he could, but he is you can see he's very apprehensive and very anxious right now. Cormat. Mm-hmm. The only people involved were a stray guard and some rough and tough nobodies from in town. The fifth form was not involved. He goes, oh God, oh God. All right, well, um, uh, you obviously. Cor- go ahead. Cormat would be well acquainted with uh, what I. With my abilities, how I go yeah. about things, so he would understand that when I say a stray guard, yeah, that was me. Yeah, no, he he gets that, but he again and again, you realize the significance of he would never really do these kind. He would never really mm-hmm. talk in this way. He wouldn't really even be in this bar here without you bringing him first. Um, again, you're the one who kind of introduced him here. It's a safe place for you guys to meet occasionally, have a nice drink in town, and you know, go about your business. Uh, because it is open to you know people who know what it is. Not everyone here is part of your organization. It's open mm-hmm. to you know individuals. Um, but you can see that he is desperate right now. He is like sweating a little bit. And he goes. Um, all right. Well, you know, you know the head of our of our organization, Ursa. She organized. She was presented an opportunity to get out from under the Wintermere family. Right. Right. If oh, I can't believe. Yeah, I'm sorry. With that woman being kidnapped, and she, she was the mastermind of all this here. We were going to get the support we needed from one of the other families because it would have weakened the infrastructure, it would have weakened the Wintermere's. They've already lost their airships. With their tramways now in disarray here, the Peshar family would have been able to seize control and wrestle away the control of the docks. From one slave driver to the next, I see. It's best. It's better to be a part of the slave driver that's going to feed you and again take care of you versus the Wintermere family. It's not ideal, but it is something. And and now everything is is a is a mess. Everything is a wreck. The Winter's Guard. They're everywhere. They're looking for this woman. They are going to strike back at us. They're going to they're going to come down in force and they're going to kill everyone at the docks. I said I was just going to sit down and nobody gets hurt. I had the right idea. Yeah, he looks over. He looks over at you and he goes, "I'm, I'm Who's this?" No, that wasn't that wasn't wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm that was me pointing out that my stupidity would have played out well. 
<laughs> he may still be surprised that this Warforged is just being yeah. so close to me and I'm yeah. just chill with it. Yeah. Yeah. As this as this happens, as, as you're having this conversation, Shikati, Les, and, and Rolex, you see one of the back doors open up here. And as you do, you see inside there's an individual who's you know standing off, you know, back turned, and you see sitting down in a chair, you see there's a woman with the purple hair draping down over her shoulder uh, sitting inside that room as the door kind of like swings open slightly and then just closes back. Are you kidding me? Uh, uh, I can't do puns. That was less than perfect. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, less has disadvantage now for things. Yay! <laughs> uh, do, do I hear Les's horrible attempt at a pun? At yeah, the entire room goes quiet when that happens and they all just stop and they, look, they all just stop and look at him. Less and then they and they go back to their drinking. Down. Uh, sorry, I I was looking at my nose. So. <laughs> he he looks at you. Ray's Cormat looks at you again and goes, "Ray, you have you have to do something about this. You have to help us. Everyone, all of the families, everyone who's there who works the docks is going to die. If it was, if." I knew someone that was involved in this mess. I would make sure to lead them in the right direction. Don't worry, Cormont. He looks still slightly worried, but go and make me a persuasion check. See if you can reassure him. Persuasion. Wee. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> 20 total. Yeah, there you go. He kind of looks at you and he kind of like, he puts his hand, his hand on your hand. He goes, he goes, I knew I could count on you, friend. I knew I could count on you. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go talk to the other dock workers and let them know that uh, we have friends potentially who are going to help us. Um, uh, thank you. And he, he kind of gets up. He puts a couple of coin down on the table and he nervously starts to walk out towards the door. All right. I'll go ahead and let him walk and then uh, reconvene with my party. Yep. What do you guys want to do? Uh, I, I, I would have liked to see how close I could have gotten to that. Um, excuse me, what's her name now? Uh, Lucina? Lucina. Yeah. Lucina. And just kind of like over, overhear her conversation with the uh, yeah. armed guy. Absolutely. So as as you get closer there, and again, it's it's a, it's a crowded kind of little area here. You can get close enough without really pulling too much notice to yourself. As you get closer and closer, though, you hear her um, very much in, in hushed whispers. Um, make me a perception check to see exactly how much you can hear. Oh, oh, I hear nothing. So, so as you're as you're as you're getting closer and closer, um, uh, <laughs> uh, you get closer and closer. Uh, you kind of like scoot over, and there is a large individual that is like sitting at one of the tables. You kind of just accidentally step on his foot, and he kind of goes, Mop! and he gets up, and he go, and he kind of like pushes you off to the side before you can hear anything. And you can see them look over at you from that table and see what's going on, and they kind of, you know scoot their chairs a little bit more towards the side of the wall here and they start talking again in more kind of hushed tones as again a natural one you when you're trying to listen to them all right i go back and ask uh, rolex do you have a device i can attach to beneath the table or a wall that can record sounds or could you make said device oh. Uh, if I stop looking at Raze's back, I might 
take some time to do that. All right. But uh, then he might not be please? safe. All right. Then I'll take I'll take over watching his back. <laughs> and that is an audible sigh of relief from somebody who does not breathe. Or Cormat, because I imagine this is happening while we're talking. Like he's just yeah. looking behind me. There's just a warforge just staring at my back. Yeah, Someone comes up, there. like speaks to them, mm. and then they switch places. So, so I, I guess I Jason, part okay. of this, what one thing I'm thinking I could possibly reverse engineer. So for magical tinkering, yeah. one of the things I can do is imbue a, a tiny non-magical object with a property that will do up to six second long recorded message. So I guess what I would want to be able to do is have it go longer than six seconds, but I don't know what might, I mean, it says I could do it twice. So maybe I do it in something that could, you know, record sure. up to a half a minute or a minute or sure. something. Make, make a tinkering check for me, please. What would you want to call that? Just an intelligence it's check? A it's a, it's a, yeah. So you make an intelligence roll plus your proficiency modifier, and yeah. let's see uh, if what you got. Let me find that. Ooh, Seventeen. Yeah. yeah, I would say yeah. Uh, you pull out. Um, you actually take off like your ear. Actually, I guess it'd be start. 19 if I'm adding proficiency as well, because yeah. I got plus two it, for intelligence. Yeah. yeah, you pop your ear off and you start to like mess with it and like almost like a Rubik's cube, you twist your ear around into a device and you like whisper into it and then you touch your other ear and you can hear yourself in it and you're like, I've done it. Uh, I would say it can probably record with a 19, a couple of minutes, maybe two minutes of full audio uh, if you wanted to. Now, that's how you're going to go about getting it over there on the table is, you know, another thing. But yeah, um, Rolex looks very pleased with himself, as pleased as Rolex can look. Um, uh, when he's done, um, I hand the device to Shiitake. I'm gonna keep saying Shiitake because mushroom. Yeah. Um, the so I hand it to to you and say, "This will work." I will take over looking at his back again. All right. I also want to mention to uh, Ray's. I want to whisper in his like lean down, whisper in his ear. Uh, the, the woman with the purple hairs in the background. All right, perfect. And then I'll try to make my way over to see if I can sleight of hand this device. Yeah, sleight of hand. Make me a sleight of hand check. Yeah, make me a sleight of hand check. If anyone wants to help you, you can have advantage. But yes, I would like some uh, distractions, please. Oh, Oh, um, Les already made one. Wilfred, Wilfred can help. Yeah, that'd be great. I can give Wilfred the the help there and the help. um, Where the hell did I put that page? There it is. Uh, So with help. the creature I aid gains advantage on the next ability check it makes yep. to perform the ta- task was, they're helping I, with. And so I would use I, the, um, Wilfred would go over and just bump the table hard enough that they stop and look at Wilfred while you go about what you need to do. Okay. Perfect. All right. So with that roll with advantage, please. Absolutely. Come on. Yeah, so Wilfred runs up and nudges the table, nudges the table a little bit harder than you think, and like some of the drinks like spill off to the side, and Shikati, you kind of grab the table before it falls, falls all the way over, and you just snap the thing on there and go, I'm so sorry about that, bad dog, and you start pulling Wilfred away. It's, uh, it's still a cat. cat dog. Yeah. It's, it's a cat, <laughs> Wilfred. Um, and you start, pulling, you start pulling him away, and then you have them kind of go, oh. and they go back there. Now, um, 
uh, Roland will be the one who will hear the message, so he'll, he'll have to relate it to you. Yes, um, uh, but Rolex, over the course of the next couple of minutes, as the as Shukati kind of gives you a little bit of a nod saying, you know, go ahead and start recording, uh, you overhear a conversation um, with them. You overhear a conversation with this individual asking them to get Shyla, um, Shyla, who is here in the area, back to the Peshar estate as soon as possible. She has incredible information over what's going on with the power station and how they were able to supply enough energy into the the massive airships that they were building and that they need her as leverage against the Wintermere family and that they're willing to pay a strong amount of coin if they can bring them through there with the city crawling and looking for, with the city guard crawling around looking for her. Um, it is a long journey. It's again, this is across the city to the Bashar estate. This is a day and a half two days of travel across the city to get there. And you hear her going over, you know, kind of this kind of request and then just, it just stops as your magical, uh, you know, mag magical energy that was recording just reaches its limit. Okay. Um, I, I relay that information very closely to uh, Shikati. The only difference would be in relaying it, I would be confused as to why they would use her as a lever. There you go. So, well, it's this thing that never mind. I'll explain to you later. Um, Are they going to pry information with her? Yes, that's exactly what they're doing. I have heard that before. Yes. Uh, I will, you know, kind of lean into uh, Ray's again, let them know what just uh, took place, and do we want to be the people? that get Shyla over to the Pashars, or what are we thinking about this? I mean, personally, and I think you might agree, like you said, why change slave masters kind of thing? Why not just bring down the whole house of cards? Um, I don't know. Need to converse with one of my superiors first. Yeah, I need to go send another message. Uh, let me know when I can send another message there. And then it goes, boop. Yeah, there are these, there are these, these, these hubs around there. There's one that you saw that was maybe one, one block over. Uh, if you want to go down there right now, you can go and do that while there, while Ray's is doing that here and send out another message. If you want to send it again by the most secure route, it would be another 37 gold. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, I guess also, because we were technically here for the uh, Timeless Fang information, but there was something about the Rising Flame, another tavern that we should check out for that or not? That's wh that's why you're here. Ray's needs to know who to go to at the Rising Flame to find a contact. All right. All right. So I want to send a message to my uh, Yuan team masters and let them know what they want me to do about all this stuff, if okay. anything. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll say that happens here. Um, Les, is there anything that you want to do in the bar while you are waiting for things? Uh, Les is just kind of out of his element because uh, he doesn't really go to these establishments that often. Uh, so he's just uh, with his poor uh, perception earlier, still just like whooping his nose that he noticed recently. So, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, in that case, then Ray's, what are you wanting to do? Oh, okay. So, uh, first of all, Cormat said that the docks were 
the dock workers were wanting to switch owners to the Pashar family? Yes, the Pashar family has made them an offer to get away from the Wintermere's. Mm. Uh, so that would benefit me personally, but that wouldn't change anything as far as my main goal. I need to. Sp- I definitely need to speak with one of my superiors, and I would. I would know who to go to here to arrange that meeting, but I don't know if I have enough time because if if the target's already if the mark is already here, then I need to secure it. It's up to you. What do you want to do? Um, am I able to uh, get Shukati before they leave? Yeah, Shukati. You said the young woman was here. Where is she exactly? She's in the back room. I don't know if you have access to that. This is not my place. Um, And supposedly, obviously, you know. Okay, so. Samar was talking to that man over there. I don't know who that. Do we know who that guy is? The uh, figure? Were you able to get like a good look or. uh, You gotta look at him. Yeah, you gotta look at him. You don't know who he is. Yes, I don't know who he is, but maybe he's gonna be tasked trying to get her out of here. So it's a race against the clock. Well, better to ask forgiveness than permission. Depends, uh, I guess it depends what race, you know, if we want to even be a part of the race or just completely tank the whole thing. Let's play it by ear. So this, uh, this back room slash side room, imagine if the door can be seen from the main area, it's not exactly a back room. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just a back room, but again, it's it's guarded. There's a person who's standing in front of it. There's somebody on the other side of it as well, as you're very well know of. Um, this is where, you know, the actual stuff that you guys do when your organization goes down. It's a private area. Okay. Um, so it's currently occupied. What I, what I think it would be, what I think it would be reasonable for me to gain access at this time I think so. I think you, you you definitely, with what's been going on in the, the present situation, you would feel enough urgency to go back there and just see if you can talk to uh, your superior. All right, then I'm going to I'm going to approach the back door, confident, okay. like clearly, yeah. clearly identify myself. Yeah, you see, you see, there's there's uh, Zeno. He's one of the guards who's inside there. He looks at you, he gives you a little bit of a nod, and then he uh, kind of knocks on the door and he whispers something into there and. <laughs> the door opens up and as it opens up you see the woman with the purple hair she's still sitting there and she looks back at you and you see before you um the end of the episode as you guys are oh no oh Oh, god this is my worst fear (laughs) they've infiltrated their art group it's in the back room man it's always in the back room. Yeah. <laughs> the last place uh, I would have thought to find it. But uh, what you what you do see, though, uh, as we will wrap up here for the night, uh, but what you do see, though, you see your superior. You see, again, the organization, to protect the superiors, they don't actually have names. You're mm-hmm. you know, called the fifth form. You, what you are, The person you're seeing is the second is who you're seeing. That's, that's all you know them by. That's all you uh, – that you don't have a name for them. But you do know of them, and that he has had multiple interactions with you. He did give you the job about the sky tra- – the, the, the airships and things. So he is aware of who you are. So, um, uh, But that's who you see. The second. Okay. Yeah. second. Fun. Yep. So that's where we'll end for tonight. Cool. So we'll all hey. wrap this one up, and we can say bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.
I hate your cliffhangers, Jason. The podcast <laughs> was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. All right, we're in it in meow. All right. I meow. <laughs> oh my God. I heard, I heard something about 